Hey fellow entrepreneurs, welcome to Buckets and Boomgates with Kim White and Carrie Zarb, where you get to be the fly on the wall in weekly conversations that are designed for you, the entrepreneur. Business can be hard, and doing it alone is even harder. That is why in this show, these two business owners will share across the globe what they have experienced so you can get serious results while having fun in your business. It's now time to join today's conversation with Kim and Carrie. We are family. I got all my sisters with me. We are family. I don't know the rest of the words, Kim. Help me out. Come on, come on. You can do it. I have no idea, Carrie. I make up my words whenever I sing anyway. <laughs> well, I would normally get to that part and go. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Kim? I'm good, Gary. How are you? Oh, I might be in a little bit of a singing mood lately with our recordings. I don't know. What's going on? I'm blaming Adam. Let's blame Adam. Adam, Adam. <laughs> Adam, Adam. <laughs> yes. Anyway, don't. let's not start another song because we've got a very serious topic to talk about. So, Kim, who is your entrepreneurial partner? Ooh, Carrie, that's a serious question because that is a, that's something that I think needs to be defined. Oh, let's do that. Because when you're talking a partner, you have to be sure what kind of partner, because there are partners in business as in you really both own the business, you're both making the decisions, and I will tell you that's not the one I ever recommend. Um, there are collaborative partners where you're working together to do something, but you still have your own separate businesses. There are joint venture partners where you're coming together in a project and doing something together, but you're still your own separate business, you know, entities. So there's lots of things, Carrie, in this very beginning. I just want to go there to make sure we are talking about the right things. <laughs> And Carrie's now just having one of those moments where she rethinks her entire life because I'm like, well, maybe I shouldn't have named it Who's Your Entrepreneurial Partner. Kim, what's another title for this episode, please? <laughs> I think this is a great topic, Carrie, a great title. Because everybody needs to stop and think about that. Like they need to think about what they're doing with someone else. And you know that I am like crazy obsessed with collaboration kind of you know, things that we do. But I also know that collaboration has to be very clear too. Like there are lots of things that go into the pieces of being any kind of partner in anything. Like think about marriage. When you're partnering up with someone in business, and I mean a real partner, like you both own the same business, that's like getting married to someone. And think about the hard work it is whether in relationship personally or relationship professionally, you have different ideas, you have different likes, you have different things. You want, you know, maybe one of you wants salad for dinner and one of you wants steak for dinner. Or you want, there's lots of things to consider. And I don't like recommend it. I don't recommend them doing that only because I feel like there are better ways so that you have an out. Instead of having to destroy that business to break up a partnership like getting a divorce, 
you can say, you know what, this isn't working. So let's see how we can have this breakup plan so that we can leave as like our relationship intact without breaking our relationship. So partnership to me is important. I just think it has to be the right kind, Carrie. Thank you for adding all of that, Kim. Sorry, I didn't want my words. <laughs> no, not at all. Back to our regularly scheduled program, because it's not where I was going with the episode, but I, I am really happy that you put that in there because we've used the word partner. It does need clarification. We don't want to mislead anyone. And we don't want anyone to think that, well, we just don't want anyone to not be aware of their options. So I appreciate you, Kim. AKA, that means I was being extra, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Never, never. Well, Kim, I want to talk about the entrepreneurial partner in the respect of who's in your corner. Maybe even a bit of who's your buddy. There's so much, there's so much we can unpack in this conversation, Kim, because there's all the aspects and one of my favorite ones, I'm just going to go there first, even though it's further down the list, is the soundboarding. Who do we have the opportunity to say things out loud to? Because I don't know about you, Kim, but when I think something, it is this wonderful, magical idea And then when I hear myself say it out loud to someone else, sometimes I have to tell myself to shut up because sometimes it comes out and I'm like, that was the dumbest idea I've heard all day. What, where did that come from? So Kim, I love having someone to be at my sounding board, someone to co-sound board with because sometimes it's a two-way street. What do you think about soundboarding, Kim? Um, I think that my sweet husband says to me most times when I get ready to tell him something, am I just listening? Because it is that, like, I'm a verbal processor. That's something I've learned as I've gotten older. And Carrie, I don't know how people do it without having that soundboard. I don't know how, you know, and it's not always your family. It's not always, you know, it can be a friend, but it needs to be someone who actually knows how to listen. Because Downboarding is about allowing someone to speak. And can we make another disclaimer, Carrie? Always. Downboarding is not like taking all the gossip and dumping it somewhere. I think it's really important to, to know exactly what we're talking about with this is this is the ideas that come to us and we share out loud so we can hear if they're really something viable or if there's something, maybe we had chili for dinner, you know. <laughs> it gave us chili dreams. <laughs> so I think that that's an important, I think that that's an important part of this is, you know, making sure we're clear on what we're talking about soundboarding. Soundboarding is when you have an idea and you need to get it out loud so you can Carrie calls it unpack it, where you can unpack it and see if it's something that needs to go on your to-do list or the maybe list or the have coffee with list so that you are not losing those great sparks and those great ideas. However, like like Carrie was saying, you got to make sure that they're actually something viable and not, you know, 
if, if I suddenly started going out and teaching paddleboarding right now, Carrie, that would not be the thing to be doing, you know, and, and I kind of giggle at that, even the thought of that, but that's the kind of stuff you've got to look at when you pull it out of your head. Oh, okay. Well, I don't live by water or, okay, this, this, you know, <laughs> something drastic, but that is just a silly example. Well, Kim, I do want to point out that I think the water for the paddle boarding is kind of an important ingredient. So I'm glad you've decided to put that one on the shelf for the moment. <laughs> but I also want to talk about when we don't have someone to soundboard with, because I think that's pretty real these days. There's a solopreneur out there tuning in to this episode going, well, I don't have anybody. I don't consider anybody close enough. Maybe their significant other doesn't want to hear about the business. Maybe it's just not for them and it's not the conversation they have across the dinner table. So I've done something in the past, Kim, that I found worked really well. Well, actually two things. I'm going to sound crazy. I know I'm aware it's okay, peoples. I have had conversations in the mirror <laughs> on many occasions. But you know what the best one is, Kim? Tell me, Carrie. A whiteboard. If I can get to a whiteboard, whether I've got one in my office or wherever I am, even a scribble pad, if you've got like a large notepad that you can write down some of these ideas, whiteboard, I don't know, there's something about standing up that gives us the freedom to actually express ourselves. So the whiteboard on the wall or, or something, or even if you, sometimes you can get away with playing whiteboard on your fridge, Kim. I've done that before as well. And it, it's there's something about putting it pen to paper, text to the whiteboard, not the permanent ones, make sure it's the wipeable off ones. But there's something about that if we don't have someone to soundboard with to put those out to the universe and walk away, actually leave them even for a whole day and come back to it and look at it again. And it looks different. It lands different with us because the whiteboard is now delivering it to me as if it's somebody else's idea. And sometimes it just, okay, that was silly. Yep, throw that in the bin. Wipe it off, start again. Well, and I want to say this, Gary, I don't think any of those things are silly. Just some of them are not for us to do. Like, I feel like being creative sometimes, if we get some of those ideas out, there are some other ideas that are actually much more viable and much more what we really want to do. But we have this ability of guarding those things with some other things. And sometimes when we don't get those, what I'm going to call the other things out of the way, we never get to the good stuff. Um, most people are scared or intimidated by brainstorming because they don't want to look stupid. And so one of the things I tried to do when we're all brainstorming together is I tried really hard to throw out something that I know is not the right thing so that it gets it started. This sounds really silly. And if, you know, if whoever you're doing it with, even yourself, but whoever is looking that and judging that, including you, you've got to watch that because brainstorming is about getting it out. It's not about you know, judging whether that's the thing to do. Just take the effort and time to put it out there. And I love doing it on my fridge. I have chalk markers 
that I do on the front of my stainless fridge. And it gets messy over here a lot of times because I, I am full of ideas, but it needs to go with what I really am doing. You know, it needs to be, or it needs to be also put back. I have things that are put back that are just not for right now. They may never happen, but they're things I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose those thoughts. Well, and Kim, I don't want to dismiss the paddleboard instruction thing that you've got going on here. I just want to circle back for a second because I had a visual. I had a visual of you teaching paddleboard on thick grass. You know, like high grass, and it's got a little bit of a wobble to it. You know what? I think this is the safer approach. I don't know if this is such a bad idea because I'm not keen on being on deep water. I'm liking the idea of being on tall grass, learning how to paddleboard. So I don't want you to put that one away just yet. This is actually super funny because Carrie knows I do not do fishy water is what I call it. I do not want to be in the water. So that is not a viable option, Carrie, even on grass. We'll just dismiss that funny. <laughs> <laughs> But you can stay on the grass. Where's the rule book? Let's be real for a second. Where is the real real rule book that says you can never paddleboard on grass? <laughs> I don't know. I think we might need to, like, maybe we need to soundboard that a little more, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> Prime example. There you go. You put it forward. I sent it back. And now you're putting it back on me again. This is this is how it works. It's a great example, Kim. <laughs> so I want to touch really quickly, carry on. If you are doing it alone, don't take it lightly. Take it serious. Like take it serious that you count. Your ideas count. You matter in that process. If you have a community around you, definitely connect with someone you trust. Definitely like be part of something if you can. Because that's another part of this. Carrie and I call each other partners in change because, you know, Carrie, Carrie has given ideas even this week of, of soundboarding things. And I feel like that is a big thing just to make it very clear. That's a high value thing so that you can figure out what you need to actually do. We think lots of thoughts, but those thoughts are not all things that are actionable so the things that are actionable pull those out of that when you unpack those ideas and you soundboard and you get all those you know beautiful thoughts out of your head pick out the ones that you actually should be doing something toward so kim i've got a couple more things to contribute before we paddleboard out of here on our long grass you and i share a watchtower quit because of our time zones so Kim goes to bed, she passes the torch over to me, I'm in the watchtower. When I go to bed, it's time for Kim to be in the watchtower. However, we both have identified multiple times that if we were on the same time zone, we would soundboard all day long and probably get nothing done. So we are grateful that we share a watchtower. We are so grateful that we're partners in change. And we are actually so grateful we are on opposite ends of the globe. <laughs> yes, we are. Not every day we're grateful for that, but <laughs> we're grateful for the results. <laughs> Absolutely. There are some there are some days, Kim, you know, you we've had this conversation. I will literally be like, 
what is it with the with the sticks at my eyeballs trying to keep them open? I, I'm still here. I'm still going. It's okay. And Kim will ask a question. I'll still answer it. And and I'm getting out the toothpicks and like prying my eyes open so that I can continue the conversation. I'm resisting going to sleep. I'm like the naughty child that won't go to bed sometimes. <laughs> if you went through the thousands of messages that Carrie and I have, one of them is, are you in bed yet? <laughs> <laughs> I think you ask me that every day, Kim. I think that is a daily question. I feel like you've got it on a keyboard shortcut even. <laughs> <laughs> if I knew how to do that, Carrie, it would be. But since I don't, it's all timed. <laughs> well, Kim, I think it is time to paddleboard out of here. Do you have anything that we might have missed? I think just being aware of what kind of like soundboarding you need, what kind of partnership you need to be in, what kind of, you know, support. I guess that's the best way to say it, Carrie. What kind of support do you need? And support yourself. Support yourself in what you're doing. You know, don't discount or disqualify your ideas just because no one else understands or, you know, you don't have someone yet to listen. I think that's just important. As an entrepreneur, we are wired differently, I'm going to say, Carrie. Kim, I can only agree. And thank you for this conversation because I knew the words would come out. This episode is now called, Who's Your Entrepreneurial Support? <laughs> You're so funny. Sometimes, yes. Okay, Kim, well, I will chat to you next week. Bye, Carrie. Bye, Kim. Thank you for joining Kim and Kerry in today's conversation of Buckets and Boomgates. Don't forget to follow the show to be the fly on the wall for future episodes, and they can't wait to chat with you next week.